the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to the four o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. My telephone number, 877 Bob Live, 877 262 5483. I have in front of me today two newspaper articles that I never, ever, ever, ever thought that I would see. One is from the Washington Post, and I am in a state of shock that the left-leaning, well, they're they're more than left-leaning, they are just left. I am just in absolute shock that the Washington Post would publish this. It is an op-ed piece. And I'm just, I'm shocked. The other one is a piece in the Huffington Post. I haven't uh, quoted for a long time from the Huffington Post, which is about as far left as you can get. And I am as equally shocked about the article in the Huffington Post. Uh, Let me do the Washington Post first. In an op-ed piece from Monday. Can't believe I didn't hear about it until today. It is an op-ed piece published in Monday's Washington Post by a software developer by the name of Karina Cohn, C-O-H-N. Karina Cohn. And it is uh, titled, What I Wish I Had Known when I was 19 and had sex reassignment surgery. Now, what all of you know, because you are smarter than the average bear, and because you are LTDs, you listen, you think, you discern, you already knew that a large percentage of children, adolescents, young people who go through sexual reassignment, surgery, hormone treatment, and so forth, a large percentage of them regret it and want to go back. Some of them, it's too late by the time they realize they have made a terrible, horrible, life-changing mistake when they were far too young to make that decision. Most of you know that Courts in Great Britain ruled against the Tavistock Center, part of the National Health Service system in Great Britain. Courts ruled against them because two women sued the Tavistock Center and the National Health System saying, we were too young to make decisions about being transgender, etc., We were too young. We were not advised. We should not 
have been given permission to go through sexual reassignment surgery and so forth. So Great Britain, as well as some European countries, have realized um, this is abuse. This is child abuse. When you allow or encourage children to make decisions that they're not mature enough to make. Which, by the way, the President of the United States supports. Yes, the President of the United States and most of the liberal left here in America supports what clearly is child abuse. And I've said it over and over again, if you're a regular listener, if you if you have a brain, you realize that a 14-year-old, a 15-year-old, a 16-year-old does not possess the mental or emotional maturity to make a decision about puberty blockers, sexual reassignment surgery, hormone therapy, and so forth. They don't. Anybody with a brain understands that. All right, now, back to the article, published in the Washington Post. What I wish I had known when I was 19 and had sex reassignment surgery. Again, software developer Karina Cohn expresses in this article her regret over her transition from being a man to a woman. In it, she explains she was not old enough. She was 19. Now, they're doing this to 14-year-olds, 15-year-olds. She is saying that this happened when she was 19, and she says she was not old enough at 19 to make such a drastic decision that committed her to, quote, a lifetime apart from her peers. She says this, and I quote, When I was 19... I had surgery for sex reassignment, or what is now called gender affirmation surgery. In terms of my priorities and interests today, that younger incarnation of myself might as well have been a different person. Yet, that was the person who committed me to a lifetime set apart from my peers. There is much debate today, I'm continuing to quote, there is much debate today about transgender treatment, especially for young people. Others might fail differently about their choices. But I know now I was not old enough to make that decision. Given the strong cultural forces today casting a benign light on these matters, I thought it might be helpful for young people and their parents to hear what I wish I had known. Uh, Then she goes on and she begins describing gender dysphoria as a teenager. How many times have you and I talked about this and said, there is no scientific evidence that transgenderism exists, not one shred of scientific evidence. Gender dysphoria? Yes, 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 yes. But gender dysphoria is to be treated with counseling and therapy, not hormones, not drugs, and certainly not surgery. 
She describes experiencing gender dysphoria as well as anxiety and depression. And, quote, she wasn't prepared for puberty or the strong sex drive typical of a male teen. She says, Surgery unshackled me from my body's urges, but the destruction introduced a different type of bondage. From the day of my surgery, I became a medical patient and will remain one for the rest of my life. And then she goes on and talks about the risks, the dangers of uh, hormone therapy. She describes how she pushed her parents out of her life before making the decision to have the surgery. Quote, leaving her to only feel validated by people she met on the Internet who were like-minded. Quote, I shudder to think of how distorting today's social media is for confused teenagers. I'm also alarmed by how readily authority figures facilitate transition. Did you hear that? I am alarmed by how readily authority figures facilitate transition. She's talking about pediatricians, doctors, and people like the President of the United States. And I'm sorry to continue emphasizing that, but it's true. It is an an eye-opening op-ed piece from an individual who is very, like, very common, went through the transition, realized it was wrong, and now the rest of her life has been impacted by this horrible decision and facilitated by authority figures who should have said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, why don't you wait But instead, they embraced it, pushed her into this, and uh, now she is regretting sex reassignment surgery. I am shocked that the Washington Post printed this. I am grateful they did. I commend them for it. And boy, are they getting the pushback. Oh, yes. Again, the Washington Post printed this. Uh, When we come back, an equally shocking piece from the Huffington Post. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, I've been making a very controversial statement for a long time, and that is this. The Black Lives Matter organization, not the sentiment, the organization, the corporation, if you will, is the black version of the KKK. KKK, white supremacists. Black Lives Matters, black supremacists. Well, I cannot believe I am holding in my hand 
an op-ed piece from the Huffington Post. Here's the headline. Opinion. The business of black death and a $6 million mansion. It is actually an editorial written by Stephen A. Crockett, Jr. I don't know a thing about him. But he quotes extensively in this op-ed piece from a gentleman by the last name of Seals. He is a former Ferguson activist. He is a black man, an activist from Ferguson, Missouri. And he has uncovered the underside of Black Lives Matter and how they have made black death, like Michael Brown and other black individuals who have been killed, into a multi, multi, multi million dollar business that cares nothing about the black community and cares everything about lining their own pockets on the backs of black people and white corporations trying to atone for their guilt. He quotes Darren Seals as saying, quote, Black death is a business. And let me quote from the uh, op-ed piece. Now, again, the op-ed piece is by Stephen A. Crockett Jr. on Huffington Post, but it quotes extensively from Darren Seals, who was a former activist, black activist, in Ferguson, Missouri. Quote, Seals would argue that Black Lives Matter as an organization was nothing more than a money grab with a catchy hashtag used to seize the moment and capitalize on black pain. Seals would argue before his untimely and horrific death that these people weren't with Ferguson from the beginning. So why were they here now? He said, quote, Cops ain't stopped killing since Mike Brown died and what Black Lives Matter doing about it. They just collecting checks. I ain't heard of them paying for no funerals. I ain't heard of them starting no programs for the youth, building no centers, nothing. So we back at square one, back where we started. No justice, no nothing. Ferguson tried to warn us that Black Lives Matter organization was not the sacred cow it appeared to be. Since the hashtag's founding in 2013 by three black women, Patrice Cullors, Alicia Garza, and Opal Tometi, as an answer to the acquittal of George Zimmerman and the shooting death of Trayvon Martin, there have been questions constantly surrounding money. Um, And then it goes on for several pages talking about the financial misappropriation from the Black Lives Matter organization. And then uh, skip over to page three, quote, And then there was a bombshell dropped earlier this week that the foundation took some $6 million of donation money to secretly buy a mansion. And not just any mansion, a spread in Southern California with more than 6,500 square feet, more than a half dozen bedrooms, bathrooms, several fireplaces, a soundstage, a pool, 
a bungalow and parking for more than 20 cars, according to the New York Magazine, which broke the news. Again, quoting, because everyone knows that the movement for black lives, a movement that rose to prominence on the deaths of unarmed black men, women, and children by police, needs multiple fireplaces. Uh, Then it goes on and uncovers misappropriation of funds here, misappropriations of funds there from uh, Black Lives Matter, Inc. Quote, Black Lives Matter, Inc. is a business, and the business appears to be coddling those complicit in black death. No longer do companies need to atone for their wayward hiring practices or for collectively turning away the killings of black men, women, and children. Now they can be completely absolved with a hefty donation to the movement. And then it gives examples of American corporations who have given millions of dollars to Black Lives Matters simply to absolve their conscience and to look like they actually care about black lives. Um, And then it goes on. Uh, talks about Michael Brown Sr., the father of Michael Brown Jr., who started the whole thing in Ferguson. As of last year, Brown Sr. says that he has received $500 from Black Lives Matter organizations despite the millions of dollars raised in his son's name. Same with the mother of Tamir Rice. $6 million uh, raised... The family received nothing. Yeah. This is from the Huffington Post, indicating that Black Lives Matter is nothing but a fraudulent business getting rich, but doing nothing for the black community. Serious stuff. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.